you make your way around the internet, googling Parkinson's disease, and if you look at organizations that are on Facebook, it is amazing the number of places you can find information on exercise and Parkinson's. It's also amazing, really, that it has exploded so much just recently. Almost every day I can find a new support group popping up on Facebook. When my neurologist at the time of my diagnosis said three words to me, they were prophetic. I said, what can I do? And he said, exercise, exercise, exercise. Now I'm taking it very literally because I understand that there are three different kinds of exercise. Is all exercise good for Parkinson's disease? It depends on what you're talking about. I see exercise having three functions. The first function is cardiovascular fitness. Because fatigue is such an issue, the disease has a tendency to make us damn near somnolent. We don't like to exercise that much. The thing is, is we don't like being out of breath. But being out of breath is precisely what is important, which is why I originally named my program Sweating Out Parkinson's Disease, because I felt the intensity of the exercise should be sufficient to make you sweat. Then, during 2017, I came across a book entitled The One-Minute Workout, Science Shows a Way to Get Fit That's Smarter, Faster, and Shorter, and the author's name is Martin Jabala, G-I-B-A-L-A. He is a trainer and professor of exercise science in Canada. I've spoken with him, and I just reread the book for a second time. And this is a big, interesting hurdle where the mind is going to really balk, because we're all so afraid that if we exercise very hard, we will have a heart attack. Those are actually pretty infrequent. But nobody would ever suggest that you start an exercise program that would be intense enough to make you sweat unless you checked with your physician first. But once you've done that, it turns out intensity is really important. It's much more important than duration. And I've started this. I have not felt that swimming is that good of an exercise for Parkinson's, and I'll get to that later. But I can't run outside anymore hard because uh, my chest doesn't tolerate it. I always wind up getting a bad chest cold afterwards and some asthma. And now uh, I'm not a good swimmer, but I took another swimming lesson and I am now doing sprints in the pool. And by a sprint, Gabala says, you got to give it your all. You got to give it as if you are running to save a child from a burning car. And that is exercise intensity. And that is for cardiovascular fitness. Bikes, stair climbing, jogging, very powerfully fast walking, not my mindful swift walking, and swimming. Anything that can get you big time out of breath and sweating is the objective of exercise number one. Exercise type number two is strength. And strength can come from many different things you can do. And strength comes from weightlifting, which has been proved actually to be beneficial. I find yoga to be terrific for strength training 
because I'm working with the weight of my body. But strength training is important. I find that it works best if you're not just doing weightlifting. Most people get pretty tired of that. Yoga will do the job. Getting strength can have a multiple of approaches and does take a trainer. Number three about exercise is neuroplastic change. This is opinion now. This is my opinion. I, I feel it pretty strongly and that is exercise that is part and parcel of being human throughout evolution and our history is important to do properly. That is the whole concept of my mindful swift walking. And in fact, I de-emphasize swift in favor of saying mindful. We need to undertake all movements that are native to us and do them perfectly, which means you have to be very mindful of your body. I will always button my shirt. I'm still having trouble with shaking sugar off my cinnamon sugar spoon, but I am doing each thing as mindfully as I can, pretending that and thinking that I don't have Parkinson's. So exercise is uh, endurance, uh, aerobic, strength, and then neuroplastic. Let's take a look at a common exercise nowadays, uh, boxing. Okay, aerobic, yes. And you can get real, I, I, I got myself sweating bad boxing. And that might be a goal for you, is to box with enough intensity. Okay, how about strength? Ah, boxing is good. Yes, it adds to strength, especially to the legs, not as much to the arms as one might think. And neuroplastic change? Yes, because as you move around the bag, you are constantly having to balance. And the act of punching is actually something that's in our DNA. So that gives you an assessment of that. My swimming, great aerobic, some strength, and absolutely no neuroplastic change because swimming is not a natural activity that we have. Gosh, have I been too academic today? I hope not, but it was a big lump I wanted to get around. Exercise, 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 yes, and realize the goal of each that you are doing. If I do these things, my future with Parkinson's is not hopeless, not necessarily degenerative, and not necessarily progressive. Ah, I think we need tea with caffeine this morning, don't you think? <laughs>